5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Happy Reformation Day, everybody. We go back to Martin Luther nailing the 95 Theses on the church door. That kind of was the blast to start the Protestant Reformation. So today's verse, we're going to uh, focus a little bit on the Reformation. We're going to go to Galatians chapter 5. Paul talks um, a lot about the Judaizers in Galatians, people who are transfixed on being able to focus on the law and what the law can do for you and all of that. And this is Paul's saying right here. We're going to go to chapter 5, verse 13. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you're always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. So there's Paul talking about kind of this this freedom aspect. And this, to me, is probably not talked about in the Reformation enough. I mean, we talk about the solas, right, with the onlys, you know, the Christ alone, grace alone, faith alone, you know, scripture alone, that, all of those alone things, <laughs> and uh, kind of staples, and those are it. But I think what we also found is that Luther, out of this uh, Protestant Reformation, in 1521, he sounds very Paul-like when he's sharing the uh, what was called the freedom of the Christian. And, and it starts this way, and, and listen, and you can kind of see that it's very similar. A Christian is an utterly free man, Lord of all, subject to none. But then, the next sentence says, A Christian is an utterly dutiful man, servant of all, subject to all. Right, So it's very similar. Out of the Reformation, we're also seeing that there is a freedom ringing, right? And that's when, you know, you can go back to this Galatians passage and say, we have been called to live in freedom, but don't use it to satisfy your sinful nature, right? Same thing. A Christian is an utterly free man, Lord of all subject to... I mean, there is freedom for a Christian. Do the things that you're called to do, no one's going to be your boss. But, right, it's, and then here's this Lutheran paradox, right? We love paradoxes. You're things that are held in tension, but a Christian is also utterly dutiful, meaning there's duty attached to the Christian. They are a servant of all, subject to all. And you're like, whoa, wait a second, how do we hold this in balance? And that's where a paradox, we can explain it. We can talk 
through it, but we're not going to break it. We should not break the tension between that, even though you're like, no, 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 we need to figure out how to be able to balance this because it, it doesn't make sense. How can we be Lord of all and subject to none and yet the servant of all and subject to all? And that's where I think Galatians chapter 5 helps us. Because the whole law can be summed up in one, love your neighbor as yourself. That is the command from Jesus to be a servant to all. We need to look at others better than ourselves, as Paul also says in Colossians. But if you're always trying to devour one another, right, destroying one another, this isn't the freedom. That's not where you should say, hey, I'm going to use my freedom to destroy people. That's not freedom at all. And that's not the freedom of a Christian. Shouldn't be using your freedom to destroy people. If you are currently using your freedom and destroying people in the the wake of that, then stop it. Repent. Turn to Christ. Stop using your freedom to both harm you and others. And this is where then that comes in, and the paradox helps us, because if we're working on looking at people and saying we're also subject to them, right? Verse 16, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. That's the part of both the freedom and the tension that's drawn in. A Christian has freedom. I mean, Paul's talked about this before in in Corinthians. He's like, everything's permissible, but not everything's beneficial, right? Some things you're going to be looking at, like there is a freedom for you, Christian, in the world to be able to do things. But don't use that freedom to both harm yourself and others. That's not good. Don't do it. Our sinful flesh wants to draw us in that direction, but instead... We're drawn towards the Spirit and letting the Spirit guide us. So this Reformation Day, remember freedom. We have a freedom from the like the obligation, as it says there in verse 18. You're no longer under obligation to the law of Moses. Now, the law is good. Now, the law points out where we've gone wrong. The law shows us who we are, not so that we can say, oh, all right, now let me do all the law demands so that I can be a better person. No, we say, I see who I am. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Help me to now live into that freedom. So you see, the law has a purpose. We don't throw out the law. But what we do say is, hey, everybody, I am a Christian. I have Christian freedom. I'm going to live in that. But also that Christian freedom is tied to what it means to serve and to love. And I don't want to throw out that either. So keep it in balance this Reformation Day. Loving, serving, Christian freedom. All right, everybody, we're going to end there for today. It's a good day to have some freedom. It's a good day to be able to celebrate the Reformation and the change that occurred 505 years ago and uh, what it means for us when we start to look at how change is still happening. All right, everybody, take care. We'll be back again tomorrow.